There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, here we go. Welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Happy Tuesday. Got a bunch of emails here. Tyler said, I want to call out uh, Jaybird for that dope-ass dinosaur chain that he's uh, flossing right there on KBJ TV. Thank you. Uh, who got the... You gave this to me and said... Yes, one of our amazing vendors from Crawfish Fest. She had so many cool things. She gave me this cool bag that's like uh, a, ba- a tote bag that you can put like beers and drinks and ice in it. It's a cool tote bag. I- I'm showing this... It's this tasty little bitch off right now. She gave you the dinosaur bling. She gave one Kevin, says the queen on it. Yeah, queen loved it. I uh, put that on her little nightstand yesterday. She loves it. She loves that kind of blingy stuff. It's fun. It's different. You wear it out, and it's a conversation piece. I want to get a pizza one. That shit would look tight. She had all kinds of stuff. I bet she's got pizza ones. Next time I see her, I will buy some for you because she gave us those. She wouldn't let us pay for those. And then I ended up buying a bunch of crawfish bracelets from her because she had cool crawfish bracelets. Pretty awesome stuff. And also, uh, Taylor wanted wanted to give you a shout-out saying, uh, also, to Jaber for not going out like a little bitch, dumping what looked like nine cups of lemon juice in his (laughs) eyes today for his punishment. (laughs) Thank you, Tyler. I do it for people like you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Me and Denny's feel great, though, after. <laughs> it brought us closer together. Another shitty punishment. How does your eye feel? Is it okay? Ah, I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Remember we did, we did shampoo? We did the No Tears shampoo for a, an experiment long yeah, time ago. Yeah, I do remember that. And funny enough, it did cause a fuck ton of tears. That stuff is a lie. You're not, but I don't think you're supposed to put that much in your eyeballs either. Yeah, I think you put about half a bottle in there. Yeah. I you get did. It. You went hard. I get it. Those stunts aren't for everybody. That's how you are, though. You're hard. Yeah, you know, I'm still standing. <laughs> still here. So, I mean, you mean you're still hard or I'm not, you're still standing? I'm not hard yet, but if you start breaking a little British. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets it going. So it makes it move. I uh, got an email here from Nikki talking about all those odd little places. If you're thinking ahead to summer vacation, which it's going to be here before you know it. Looking at a Florida staycation, a bird is looking for it's a lot of cool, odd little places. Key West has got a couple things for you to go see and a couple different uh, little towns and Key West. In fact, Nikki was saying, yeah, the Hemingway house is awesome. I've been by it. I've walked around it, but I didn't go in. I, I saw did. the cats that were there. Is it, I is did it the worth whole going tour. in? Yes, because you're it actually, I love things like that. I love the Flagler Museum. I love the Hemingway House. I love touring real haunted houses. Mm-hmm. I love all that because you're actually in the house, in the space 
where Hemingway like hung out. You get to yeah. look at his shitter. You get to look at his bedroom. Oh yeah, he was just, he was masturbating left and right towards the end. You get to look at his kitchen. Like you get to go through the whole entire house and look at everything, and it's just neat to me. Mm -hmm. Do you think Hemingway was a big masturbator? If you had to guess, <laughs> mm. I think he was. Why do you say that? I think he had a lot. Of, I think he had a lot of lovers. I think I think he did, but I think he, he's a guy that also would spend time in solitude. I think he had lovers, but I think he'd go. He'd be kind of when he was in solitude, he'd just toss it. I think a lot of people do, Kev. Right? Except for monks. Monks are not a lot of uh, jacko, right? I don't know. I don't think monks can. I just feel like if he ever had a stirring, he could dig up a a pirate wench. Yeah, but I think sometimes even if you have stirrings, there's times where you just don't even want to deal with it. You you will masturbate instead just of just to take. Yeah, you, know, you don't have that kind of time. Monks see, never masturbate. I don't think monks would be masturbating. No, because it's all about discipline. It's all about taking a vow. Maybe they can call in and tell us. Oh wait, they took a vow of silence. <laughs> She's working on a little, monk. little comedy. Yeah, a little yeah. monk comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong with my monk facts, please. Yeah, Kev, can't talk. <laughs> I would love to know what the monk does. But I would find it hard to believe that the monks are allowed to toss it whenever they want to. They're, they're all about discipline. And, yeah, yeah, that monk spunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that or monks have the biggest blue balls ever. I think that can be a thing. But I, I don't know. Because isn't blue balls when you're really you're 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 primed and you're ready and you can't get the release? I don't even think they're allowed to think about those things. It's about discipline, getting to your highest self spiritually. But isn't it like bad for you to never release? You get the pank kank. Yeah, I, I, I have heard that. Yeah, and you know, anytime you uh, toss it, that's your justification. Make you know what? This is for my health and wellness. This is for you, kids. Yeah. So I can be here. That's right. To watch you grow up. That's I mean, right. If you had master, if you never came, and then you do as a 40-year-old, you wouldn't be able to get up. Your knees would buckle. I don't think you'd be able to do it. You just if you were a, if you really were, ne you've never had any masturbate, no release whatsoever, then all of a sudden, age 40, guy or girl, you finally hit the big O. I think you've... I won't know what to do. You just cripple you. <laughs> I think he would, couldn't even. You trip when you got out of bed. You just might explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Nikki said, "Yeah, the Hemingway house is awesome. Cats are adorable. They all can be traced back to one cat who came on a boat. Her name was Snowball. It's from a genetic mutation, but they won't let you adopt though." And it's only in the keys where they keep on being born and the cycle continues. I find that odd. Well, why can't you take one of those cats and bring it back up here and breed it? Oh, and I'm sure you could. We can have five-toed cats. I can't believe nobody's done that. That's what I find odd is that if this, is, this is only a Key West thing. I don't know about that. There's so many of those cats, though, at the Hemingway house. Yeah. They're walking all over it. It's Those cats literally run the roost. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them there, and I've never seen a six-toed cat other than there. Hmm. They got chickens on the street, too, which I love. You know I love chickens. In Key West, there's just, like, chickens everywhere. It's awesome. It's like everywhere you turn, there's dinner. Well, I feel like cats would fuck up chickens, especially with six fingers or six, I don't know, mandible cat Yeah, I don't digits. know if cats go after chickens. <laughs> Good question. I don't, I haven't, I don't know. I haven't seen that. What Maybe makes, they just coexist. What makes them go after rats 
and all, lizards, but chickens are like, ah, fuck it. Don't, you don't. saw Denny's cat go after a bird. It was the most horrifying. It's it top ten horrifying things because it was such a beautiful Saturday, and the sunbeam from heaven was shining down right on Denny's little little patio area, and I see this beautiful blue jay land on the fence for about a half a second, and then his cat Rufus decapitated it midair. Wow. I go, holy fuck. Wow. <laughs> Man. That's heavy. It was heavy, man. Mm. So people in the chat room saying, yeah, cats would uh, go after uh, chickens. And uh, somebody point out, too, that it's mainly roosters in Key West. You'll hear them at 5 a.m., too. They'll be making all kinds of noises. Uh, got uh, an email here from Christina. She said, uh, Jaybird, you need to check out Barberville Yard Art Emporium in Central Florida. It's obviously for... Your yard art, they got a huge variety, including dinosaurs. People have sent me this link, and oh my gosh, it is next level Jaybird for his dinosaur garden. Better than the one in St. Augustine? Yeah, from what I look, this looked like it had a whole huge dinosaur section. Wow. See, it's on uh, State Route 40, just before you get to Ocala National Forest. Make a left on Murder Boulevard, <laughs> right next to Corpse Avenue. Mm hmm. A lot of those places out there in Florida, including the one out in St. Augustine, you make a wrong left and it's going to murder. It just seems like you're in the middle of nowhere where Leatherface <laughs> is going to come out yeah. there and fuck your world up. <laughs> just go in the daytime. Don't go at night. Yeah, it's, but it's one of those towns where very deliverance. <laughs> Amy said it's not a techie tourist spot but mariana florida has caverns and it's all pretty cool that's right that's my college mm -hmm. that's chipola junior college yeah did you ever go to the caverns while you were I there i did now, what did you think i'm really impressive loved i love all that shit okay i thought it was cool me and my dad went mm -hmm. a couple guys on the team went as well okay sounds like fun it was fun okay i, I that, that was before uh jay bird ever had a sip of alcohol wow sober bird sober bird yeah that's the kind of Stuff you used to do with your free time. That huh? was that was my first semester of college. Second semester of college, I was doing other things. <laughs> You're going into some other caverns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug breaking it down. Yesterday, Bird was asking who protected the president before Secret Service, and the answer is pretty much nobody. Wow. Before 1901, they had Pinkerton's detectives. Sometimes soldiers would. Sometimes local police to uh, guard the president. Thomas Jefferson walked to his inauguration alone. Milton Van Buren used to walk to church on Sundays alone. So when did it start happening when they go, holy shit, it's time to bring in some security? Well, you started having it with Lincoln, his assassination. He was being guarded by a Washington patrolman. 1865, the patrolman left his box to get a better look at the play. Whoops. Damn. Damn. And kaboom, John Wilkes Booth takes out Lincoln. And then you had... He maybe was on the take. If you leave right before it's going to go down. I'm sure that that's a conspiracy theory. James Garfield was uh, assassinated as he waited in line for lasagna. Dang, you think you're going to get some lasagna? No, I'm just kidding. Garfield, oh, Garfield wanted lasagna. Oh, God, some fucking stupid fucking bird. <laughs> Man... 
You got rigged. I was waiting to see if that bring him in. You got me. I knew throwing the word lasagna out there. Well, as soon as you said lasagna, yeah. that's all he heard. That's all he heard. He forgot yep. the guy's name is Garfield. Yeah. Pasta and Ralston got me. He got so excited thinking about pasta and <laughs> sauce. I did get yeah. so excited. Like, yeah. what, a, what a historical story. It's yeah, amazing. What a, what a, amazing. Yeah. He never got his lasagna. How I, sad. I never saw the shit on the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, waiting for a train. I mean, the president had to wait in line for a train. That was July of 1881 where he was assassinated. But when was the first time where all of a sudden they go, we're not treating the president like a commoner. We're going to walk him to it. We're going to make sure he's protected. It's got to be 1901. Yeah, it was the America's first domestic intelligence and counterintelligence force, the Secret Service. They were doing everything before the FBI was created in 1908. And then in 1968, after Robert Kennedy was killed, Congress extended the protection to president and vice presidential candidates. Then in 2003, the Secret Service was transferred from the Treasury Department to the Department of Homeland Security. So that's how it all broke down. Do you think there was more murder back in the like in olden times, like Lincoln times? Was there more murder? But it just wasn't reported because it was olden times. I'd imagine killing somebody had to be pretty darn easy yeah. back in the eighteen sixties. Sure. So is there more murder now, in your opinion, or less? Well, I think you have the capacity to take out more people, and my guess would be that there are more mass shootings. And the thing that's weird about a mass shooting is people really can't agree on what qualifies as a mass shooting. Sometimes it used to be like three or four. Then other people start saying, no, two people's a mass shooting. So those numbers are kind of sketchy, but that would be my guess. I would think that a lot of the gun deaths were one-on-one. They did a lot of dueling back in the day. And that was actually a thing. Two guys would square off, and you know, a lot of times one person wound up dead. But if you you live next door to the Tillman family, and you know some shit went down where the Tillmans fucked you over, but not on a murder level. But I don't know. The Osmonds over here next door said, "Fuck it, we want to kill them." You could kill the Tillmans, get away with it, probably. No one would know. Yeah, a lot of it went down. In fact, I saw they're uh, trying to do a really. It looks like a new contrived reality show on the Hatfields and McCoys, which was Kevin Hatfield. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Kevin Hatfield? You have to listen to the the regular show. (laughs) I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That was a legit thing where those two families were picking people off a lot. Uh, that was a few that kept going and now their descendants are... You know, feuding in a reality And they show. still haven't figured it out, or they're just doing it for the cameras? I'm sure they're just mainly doing it for the cameras. Come on now, they're doing it for the cameras. But they're I'll, trying I'll to play it that. off like the feud is still alive and going. I would watch that. Mm-hmm. What network? I don't know. I keep seeing the it's, promo for it, and I have no idea. It's too man-toxic for Bravo. 
I, I don't, don't isn't that the housewives one bravo yeah oh yeah so they do the female toxic stuff right yeah mostly it's mostly female driven toxic maybe cmt shit it feels like something it belong, if it's not it, it should be on cmt cmt, CMT needs to steal it from whoever's got it if they ten, don't 10 o'clock on a sunday night oh it's on fox nation what's Ugh, that i have no idea what the fuck that is so many weird offshoot channels. There really is. <laughs> and then, you know, like a main network who has a secondary network, that secondary network has a third network. Oh, and I know. Then, and then the programming just gets shittier and shittier as the, the further you get away from the mothership. There is so much programming out there to the point where, it's holy insane. crud balls. No wonder we can't keep our minds patient for more than 10 seconds. There's, it's it just lights, content. TikTok. Yeah, it's this. it's crazy. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, hey, he's like my, I don't even know who it was, like a chiropractor or something like that is getting their own reality show, and they're all excited it's going to be so big. I'm like, that sounds exciting. Yeah, fuck that show. Chiropractor reality show? <laughs> Which chiropractor? I don't know. I, I honestly sort of... Unless... The, the chiropractors are all going to be having sex with each other. It sounds boring Well, as fuck. it's it's just to me anymore, it's not as impressive as it used to be. Once upon a time, like, oh, they're getting a reality show. be like, oh, damn, that's pretty awesome. Like, once upon a time, it was pretty awesome. they going, we just got a TV. Oh, shit. It think it's watered down. I don't know. Now I'm not, I, I'm not as pumped. I think probably in my life now, there's been six or seven people that have come to me like, Kevin, get my own reality show. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I got to tell you, each time I hear it, I get less and less pumped. Because it's just like, okay. Who are these people? Just like regular people? Because any, yeah. anybody can make their own show. It's getting it on a major network. That's right. the hard part. I mean, anybody can make a show and put it on YouTube. Well, like I said, there's so many offshoots of networks now. Well, that's what's happening, though. Believe it or not, YouTube content and, and forums like that that are doing good, produce content that rivals shows – they are doing well. They're, they're making a living. You may not have heard of them, but we're living in a time where there's there's so many networks in quotes. I mean, you can have your own network on your on YouTube. If right. It, if it brings in numbers and it's generating money, I mean, you, you can make a good living if you have that. Mm. Not it's everyone, crazy. Not everyone knows how to do that. But that, anybody can be in the game about anything too. You can make you can if you have, if you have five hundred thousand people watch you plant doing a planting thing and you're able to keep an audience, yeah. you can monetize that and make money. And you may not be somebody that can walk into Publix. Everyone's going to know, hey, look, it's Planty Pete, but you still have an, a, an audience. You're making a living. There's got to be a number on that, how many reality shows fail and how fast. It's got to be the same thing about they have those kind of stats with influencers. Yeah. And, I, again, and I don't, podcasts and how many are created, how many go dark. I with, think there's a lot the of third episode. There's a lot of people I think can make can generate some decent money, but they may not, that that may be a supplement. But you won't know who they are. But they're still doing good, right? That I think that's a cool thing. I think the internet brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's the, the, you're right. There is there's so much programming going on. You never know what to watch. Uh, somebody said, did anyone watch Cocaine Bear on Paramount Plus? My husband watched it last night and couldn't stop laughing at how absolutely stupid it was. Jaybird, you have to be high as a kite to watch it. But <laughs> I wonder if I'd like it. If it gets too goofy sometimes, I'm out. You know what I mean? If you're totally stoned, would it be worth the watch? and be like, okay, that's awesome. I sometimes like watching different stuff when I'm stoned. I, I, I like a little bit more of a, like, oh, man, kind of fucked my mind up a little bit. Like porn? 
No, that's good though when you're stoned as well. <laughs> like, 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 like porn. Yeah, Virginia, like, like porn. <laughs> you Cajun fuck. <laughs> Would you watch Cajun porn? They're both real Cajun. I mean, the girl yeah. and the guy. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I played baseball with a dude who was way Cajun, and it took me a whole school year to finally realize what he was saying to me. <laughs> I would just go, yeah, man, I, I, I get it. It's bad, like another language. Bad day. And he might not even had a bad day. It was very tough. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be a jerk. Yeah. It was very difficult for me to understand what he was saying. I thought he was fucking with me. So could you <laughs> could you watch that guy tapping that coon ass? I think I could. A little, 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 little coon poon, yeah. Okay, a little coon poon. She is just as Cajun, and she is just, yeah, how, very how that, vocal. How would that sound? Give me a sexy Cajun, I don't know, fuck scene. <laughs> and by by the way, never a trimmer or a scissor has seen her pubes. Never. <laughs> right. Oh, I gonna cut my shit. I'm All proud right. of my shit. I'm gonna pl- plug my eyes. A true eye. Cajun does not trim their pubes. I'm gonna plug my eye, or plug, close my eyes. <laughs> you tell me, or... Give me, give me something sexy. Oh yeah, Jay Burr. Give it to me hard, Jay Burr. Oh, Jay Burr. Oh, your sausage. Keep going. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so close. <laughs> Kevin's got a good sexy British. I know I've brought this up before. Yeah. You, you don't have to do it to me, Kev. <laughs> yes. I- now you must do him in your British. <laughs> what are we doing? Just trying to get this guy hard. <laughs> Oh, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, main character from Succession, Brian Cox, the uh, old guy who plays Logan Roy. He's got some free time now, so he's uh, moving on to Amazon's James Bond competition series, 007's Road to a Million. It's called The Controller. Okay. Or he's going to play The Controller, I guess. It's called 007's Road to a Million. It's a competition series? Huh. Huh? What? Uh, what is this guy going to be a game show host now? It's like you're going from Outback to the shit house. Yeah, I don't know. This just in: Pornhub has a whole subsect Cajun porn videos. I love yeah, how Virginia really? tells yeah. me that as if I didn't. Of course, I didn't it does. know that. We all know with your vanilla ass, you didn't know that. Of course, I am going to go watch that. That's, I'm not watching it to diddle the bean, but I will be watching it for comedy. But what if you you put on Cajun porn and it just it overcame you? You're like, oh my gosh, I, I got to get in my own bushes, and you just started. I'm wetter than a gumbo. Yeah. Oh, man. My crawfish is saturated, Kim. Wow. I'm going to make my own romalade sauce. You just couldn't You couldn't believe how horned up it got. <laughs> and now Panda must talk in a Cajun yeah. voice. You think Panda always have, he's now Cajun Carl. <laughs> <laughs> He has to role play. If the queen always wanted you to be British and you had to be British to really, you know, but you were getting sex on the reg, Kev. Yeah. Would you would you mix that in? Would you try to be British with her? Not just in Boston. Or is it too mm. is it too weird for you? I think I'd be really gung ho the first time. After that, it would start to probably fade a bit. If it was the Enthusiasm. sixth time, you're going, oh man, I can be British again. Yeah. That's the only way I can get laid. That would be a weird thing. It'd be thing. a little bit more of a challenge, yeah. Is that but is that better than nothing? Yeah. I mean, it I'd is. still do it, but like I said, I think the enthusiasm would start to diminish from the first time I did it. I'd be like, oh, I'll do anything once, and after that, I'd be like, I don't know about this. I'd be so into it. 
I know you will, yeah. <laughs> do you like that thing that, like, couples do where they go out to, like, a bar or a restaurant and pretend like they don't know each other, and then they meet at the bar and they just do the whole scene and scenario? Nah, that, that's not my cup of soda. That, that ain't my fantasy, but, hey, look, I, I'm not trying to fantasy shame anybody here. You're more of a private guy who likes to be tied up yeah, in his laundry not, room. No, no, at a bar, and then the... the TV Janae will take a take picture. What's Jay Bird doing? Why is he talking British to this girl? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got to keep my weirdness indoor. I got to close up my weirdness. Okay, okay. All right. That's behind closed doors, though. Oh, behind closed doors. Forget it. Forget the belters. Uh, Danielle said, I've been listening for 20 years. You guys always make my day. Love the show and the podcast. I catch up on the weekends. And last week you were talking about getting into heaven. And are you just forgiven? I know Jaber gets some flack for always bringing up the Twilight Zone, but it immediately reminded me of an episode called A Nice Place to Visit about a criminal who thinks he's in heaven but is actually in hell. It's a great episode. If you haven't seen it, Jaybird, I think you really like it. I'm a Twilight Zone junkie as well. Not to sound like a Twilight Zone dork or dick. I've seen every one of them several, several times. It's and you gr- know that one? Oh, it's a great episode, yes. And some episodes way better than others. But, yeah, that's considered a classic one. Mm-hmm. Okay. That does sound kind of fascinating. I'm so tickled pink that somebody said in a Twilight Zone episode. Finally, our it, first email. That's the first one I've ever gotten. Like What's that, that guy's name? <laughs> Kevin Hatfield? <laughs> you need to be friends with that guy who loves Twilight Zone. I just like when people... Uh, I think more people would like it if they gave it a chance. I think the black and white... Like a Kevin, you see the black and white and you're automatically going, this is old, I don't want to watch it. But... Kind of adds something to it, though. It does add something. It's a yeah. great point. It really does. If you does. power through it, it's good. Well, the good ones are just really, really good. There's some long, boring ones, of course. That he did a lot of. He wrote a lot about war. You could tell war was big in his brain. Well, they were going through it. They were going through a lot back then. What's the best Twilight Zone episode you've ever seen? Tell us that one. Maybe we start there. I'm not falling for it. You, you, ah. You ain't fucking... You ain't, like she's trying to draw yeah. you in. You ain't kidding. She don't so, care that much about the Twilight Zone. I was so excited. I I started thinking of my favorite episode. You ain't getting no snore out of me, lady. I <laughs> uh, got uh, Ilya who sent this in. She said, uh, Kev, just uh, catching up now a little bit on the podcast. You were talking about the different ages for driving different uh, vehicles because there is a bill now they're talking about with the Florida legislature that would make it a requirement to have at least a driver's permit. You'd have to be 15 years old before you could drive a golf cart on roads. So you had to be 15 with a learner's permit and a licensed driver with you at the time, or else you'd have to have your regular driver's license to take a golf cart on the roads. And she said, I think the whole thing, because somebody had dropped in that, oh my gosh, you can get a pilot's license at 14. What the heck? Or you can fly a plane at 14. And um, Ilya said, I think it might have to do with farming so kids can help uh, with spreading pesticides. You can also drive a tractor at 14. Farm kids, I do feel a little bit. They're, 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 they're really 22, farm kids. Yeah, they have to grow up hard. They do. And not in the good way. No. Mm. Yep. So there you go. Hmm. Crazy stuff there. We still have that golf cart. They loaned it to us to play with, but. They haven't come back to get it yet, so we're still playing with it. At your house? Rocco's still driving it? Yeah, Rocco still drives it. He loves it. Who let you borrow that? The company that owns it. My girl Monique is over there doing their marketing now, 
Uh, Monique is back on the market. All right, let's keep it fucking. <laughs> Just so you know. All right. <laughs> She's so hot. Okay, let's deny it. I, I... What's the next email, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, she's single. <laughs> Got an email from our friend Caitlin in North Carolina. She said, I wanted to let you know about the HB 1423. What's that? New uh, bird flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new COVID strain. It's swine flu part. <laughs> duh. Damn. I think it is the code name for one of those uh, bills that the Florida legislature is uh, kicking around. She said, expand state law to include vague language that can be used to attack drag shows and performances, even though Florida law already prohibits exposing minors to shows considered sexually explicit or harmful. They're trying to pass the same law in North Carolina, but let me tell you something. My son Caleb was uh, bullied on Friday at school for being different, not for his height, but for him being what people love about him. We went to a drag show on Saturday. He never felt more accepted and welcomed outside of a handful of places. And the queens loved him. This photo has so much love in it. Uh, drag shouldn't be banned. It should be welcomed. And uh, there is the photo there. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes, uh, at least of my understanding from what I've read right Aww. now. It's not supposed to. And I, I would hope that, you know, there is a serious fight if they're just banning drag shows and people who want to uh, dress in drag. And I got no problem with kids seeing that. It's the sexually explicit stuff that uh, at least they're putting in the bill and the language in it that is supposed to target. So I was reading that off last week. It's different if you have like a stripping show or just a drag performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, They're totally different. They, they, they are different. Caleb's a great kid, too. Oh, yeah, he's he looking is. so cute, too. Yeah. He's a big wrestling. What's funny is he's a big wrestling fan, but he loves the 90s wrestling, which is even so much, much awesome. The Attitude mm -hmm. Era. Yeah. Very sweet kid. Uh, one uh, comment here. Somebody texted and said, uh, so wait, this just kind of went by real fast the other day, and I get the whole story. Kevin used to do drag shows? I love it. I know the owner of Lips, Aaron Broward. Let's do a show. It's been a while. Yeah, I did uh, drag shows. I was uh, early, mid-20s, somewhere around there, and I had uh, done it for a bit when I was first doing radio. I was probably 21, 22, somewhere around there. And we did a bit where they put my photo in the newspaper, and if you found it, then you won whatever cool prize we had. And we had a makeup artist from uh, Hollywood, California, uh, that had worked in movies that uh, came up. This was when I was in Fresno. And they did me in drag, and it was a, an engagement photo, me and my supposed fiancé. Nobody could find my photo because I was dressed in drag. And people were like, my gosh, you're a beautiful woman. You beautiful cheeks. You do yeah. have high cheekbones. Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, oh, look at me, beautiful woman. So when I got to uh, Kansas City, they have one of the, I think it was the largest uh, gay bar in the Midwest at the time. I think that's now in Chicago, and they would do drag shows there. And so, yeah, I, I did an alter ego beneath the sheets, and so I did about three or four different shows I would go there. And they did, they had a host that did all the drag shows that kind of did like a mock talk show. And so I would play a guest and drag up there in front of the crowd. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It really was. And, and nothing they did in their drag shows was lewd or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and I, that's not, I don't think it was being banned. Mm -mm, that no. kind of, yeah. And that was even a nightclub. So I don't think kids could come in just because of the drinking and the environment for that, but it had to just do with that part. It was like a, a regular bar kind of thing. So yeah, so uh, I have to see if I can find any of my old drag photos. 
and post those up. I know I have some somewhere. My my sisters always they were always putting me in dresses and putting makeup on me. They're, I was mm-hmm. always their their little project. I love that. Yeah, I was my my name was Blanche. Blanche. <laughs> but I, th- I had to have gotten that from the Golden Girls. Yeah. Because Jr. My buddy, who they do it to him too, was Rose. So that makes sense. Yeah. Everybody needs a really good drag name. I would change mine up now. I was a little kid doing that. Now I, I take the time to craft a good name. What do you think you I would I gotta, uh, go I got to think about yeah. that, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it's something we could do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, look into it. I mean, I, w- I would consider it maybe if uh, one day we had time. I want to take our act again and bring back how we did with Top Gun when me and Kevin went out. And did the <laughs> the strip show? The strip show. When we were two. There was oh, no kids yeah. present. No, no, no. This was no. just me and Kevin with this pure heat, just heat, <laughs> just the fucking the energy in the room. Oh yeah, they loved it, and I would love a part de for that as well. <laughs> that was so fun. Like that was when I was actually in shape. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? What the hell? It's all good fun. All right, well, thank you for all the emails. You can always get through to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Thank you for your contributions, contributions, I should say. Contributations. <laughs> I just made up a new damn word. Yeah, you did. I kind of like that word. Contributions. I like that better. I use that and see if anybody ever noticed it. Your contributions. Your music. contributions have been deeply appreciated. Not what? <laughs> I like that word. That's a great word. All right, well, we'll see you back here tomorrow. You guys have a good one. Goodbye.